This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Today is February 11th, and we are only a couple days away from spring training. A lot of the guys have already reported. We're getting reports. We're getting storylines. It's time to figure out which cliche is going to be filled by which player, and that's what we're doing today. Let's talk Yanks. What's up, everybody? Thank you for joining Talking Yanks. We're so close to baseball, Jake who is my co-host, and my name's John Boy, and I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and Jake's coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan, originally from Connecticut. It's February. I think we're two days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. A lot of the guys have already been down there. And uh, I am so excited to have real news. Real news. This show is brought to you by two people that are super cool. They're, they're, they're very nice. Matt... Donovan nailed it. No way I got the pronunciation wrong there. I think he's a CT guy. Nice. Congrats. Another CT guy. Don't move to Denver. And Nicholas Brandon. I think another pronunciation that I just, just perfect execution on my end. Those are our two most recent Patreon supporters, subscribers, Talking Yanks. Patreon.com slash Talking Yanks. You get early access, live access. You can, you can join the chat. The chat, I think, is going to be fun during the season because during the offseason right now, like we got a couple people saying hi to each other in the chat right now. It's not a lot. But the other day there was like full conversation, Jake, that was happening that wasn't like asking us questions. They were talking amongst themselves in the chat. When it gets right. to that stage, that's going to be fun. Uh, and uh, you can get a chance to win two jerseys a month, one via, one via raffle and one via contest. I think we know what the contest is going to be this this month, right? You tell me, man. I'll announce it next episode. But yeah, you and I both know what it's going Sweet. to be already. So that's good. We figured that shit out. Good teaser. Yeah. I asked Jake before the show if there's anything, before we get into spring training cliches, if there's any news we have to cover. And I can't think of anything. And I, I am just up to my ears and Yankee stuff nonstop. I can't think of anything that a casual fan would need to know that happened in the past couple days. Hey, how are you, Jim? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. We normally do a, Hey, how are you? No, part of the we, show. We canceled that. Kind of that's, flew past that, that. Huh? That's radio only. This is strictly Yanks here now. Okay. Well, 
There goes my plug for Talking Knicks, which we just did an episode of. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, yo. Oh, by the way, just did an episode of Talking Knicks. Check it out. Came out really good. Um, yeah, the only you you asked me before the show because we 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 got a fun thing coming up with the spring training cliches. Um, but you were like, hey, t- like straight up, is there any news? And the closest thing I had was the Clint Frazier saying he wanted to be the left fielder for the starting Yankees, which. As as you said, I mean, <laughs> really pushing the envelopes of what is news with a baseball player saying they want a starting position. Uh, but B for a Clint quote quote Clint quote, um, it was actually a good one. Yeah, they they made the headline like they tried to make the headline Clint gunning for Gardy's job uh, to try and make it like it was a bad quote, but it was a good quote. Clint said. When that time comes, I want to replace Brett Gardner. Like he's awesome. He's been super nice to me. I love working with him. When he's done, I want to be the guy that replaces him. They just acted like they, he wants to do it right now, but it's nothing. The other there was a there was a resurfacing of a rumor mm. about Machado, and I just want to let you guys know we know about that, and we're gonna breeze right past it because we've made a vow to not talk about that shit. Machado Harper until it's official. So there you go. Yeah, I got I got mad at my my usual ex GMs that I get angry at at Twitter sometimes because Jim Jim Bowden was hosting his XM show and he was like, "Hey, Jim Duquette's coming on today to talk about his his latest Machado rumor he broke the other day." And literally, Jim Duquette's last two tweets were him saying, "Hey, that wasn't me actually reporting anything." Yeah. So again, cold, hard, cold stove. Yeah, it's a hellish cycle right now. It sucks. Then I think that's all the news. Everyone else, they're in spring. They're having fun. And we're about to hear a lot of news that also doesn't count. So we're going to give it to you guys ahead of time. This was a yeah. This was an episode Jake thought of a couple of weeks ago, if you remember. And I said, we're definitely doing this. Spring training cliches are amazing. They happen every year. And like the reporters know they're going to happen. Yeah, but you just run into them. I'm sure that we will run in. I'm sure that we will say some of these in non-ironic way in the next coming weeks. <laughs> they just naturally happen. Yeah, and I, I think uh, my my original dream for it, which got got way too out of the box, was basically make your own bingo board with these, and whoever got bingo wins. There was no way we were going to organize that. I'm sorry, um, but I I think a fun thing that. We, we can do as a, you know, kind of the talking Yanks nation. Like it, the next time, if you see Brian Hoke, and I, I won't give away too many examples, but if like when Brian Hoke sends out the video and says Gary Sanchez in one of the best shapes of his life, just like tag talking Yanks and say bingo. Like I, I think if you see Yankees Twitter, uh, yeah. Kester, we'll, we'll, Hoke, any of those guys. We'll all be on, on a high alert. Yeah. All right, so we, I made a list on Twitter. Well, we, we kind of curated it together. But we have a list here. And the way you said it is that we're going to give, what, what, what were the terms you used? Our, our favorite, dark horse. Like, yeah, fav, maybe like favorite, maybe number two, or dark horse, or like sleeper. Okay. Like we'll, we'll probably do a couple of the favorites, like leader in the clubhouse, secondary favorites. And then who who's the sleeper? Yeah. Okay. So new pitch. Ooh, new who's, pitch. Who's working on a new pitch? 
Last year, last year, who was it? Was Gumby working on the changeup? Someone was, someone's always working on their changeup. Chad, Chad was throwing his new pitch because he was. So Chad's interesting because his new pitch is going to be an old pitch. So does that count? Um, no, I think, I think he's okay. just working. No, I don't think Chad's working on a new pitch. I don't okay. think it counts unless you, unless it's like a splitter or a knuckle. Who's going to have the new pitch? So, um, so there is an easy answer because Ottavino already told us he's working on a new pitch. Right. So we'll, we'll put Ottavino as the leader. We'll, we'll see if that thing comes out of the back. You wonder <laughs> when the Yankees signed Ottavino, like they're like, yeah, let's, we love that slider. We like the movement on the fastball. Yeah. Roll it out there. You think when Ottavino comes out with something like that, that the Yankees front office is just like, no, dude. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, that sorry, was, no, you aren't. <laughs> that wasn't in the contract. Yeah. That was not why we paid you, brother. Um, okay. So Ottavino is probably the leader for the new pitch. It's probably all bullpen guys, right? Like, that's, that's I, where my brain went. So, my, my number one after Otto, so I guess my number two is Tarpley. Ooh, you're going tarp. I think Tarpley's huh? gonna be like he's had a pitch that he threw every now and then in the minors, but he didn't use it in the majors last year at all. And he wants to be able to use it in the majors, so he's gonna be like working on it and developing this new pitch. Okay, I, I my my dark. So the our both our leaders are out of Vino. We think that's gonna come out first. My I think my number two guy is Holder. I think they're gonna say like. You know, Holder's Holder really wanted to add another pitch to his his repertoire to go multiple innings if they needed. I think that's going to be out there. So we both have it as like bullpen guys are working. That's who it is. Like they got nothing else to fucking do. I think I've got a good dark horse for you. Okay, Jonathan Holder. If anyone's interested, last season uh, primarily through his four seam fastball, ninety three miles per hour slider, eighty three, and mixed in a change. Rarely through a cutter or a curve, so maybe he's working on his cutter or curve. Maybe that cutter. Everyone's gonna have a new cutter. That might be our. That might be a whole nother question that we might have to add in at the end here. I wish we actually got access to like the guys when we go down to spring training, and I just might. maybe we'll just whenever we see the pitchers doing whatever they're doing, we'll just hold the mic out and say, "Has Mo gifted you his cutter yet?" Who has Mariano Rivera's cutter? And just see all of them raise their hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. I've I've got a I've got a dark horse. Okay. And I think you're gonna have like the invert inverted dark horse. I'm going J Hap. New pitch? Yeah. I'm going I'm at going thirty at thirty seven years old. <laughs> thirty seven year old J Hap is working in a new pitch. Him That's and CC are like, for. let's fuck around. You let's both throw knucklers only this spring. Yeah. I they they've done spring training enough. They're like, we don't need this. Yeah, this is uh this is boring. Um yeah, I that Hap's my dark horse. Hap's ha, Hap's got something up his sleeve that Toronto would never let him throw that he's he's going to be working on. Yeah, in, we, in we, the lab. We didn't have this in a in a different category. So I'm just going to kind of kind of change it. Okay. Uh I had Sevy. And it might not be Ooh. a new might not be a new pitch, but new pitch release. Uh, you know, like something, uh, mecha- something mechanical. I think Sevy's going to be trying to tweak some things. I mean, they're going to be all over Sevy's mechanic. I think you could throw him in as a dark horse for new pitch. Like his, he, he's gone from more of a, a like a, a sweeping slider to a sharp slider. So something along gonna those lines. Gonna get a lines. cut I fastball. Can... <laughs> he's going to get a cut fastball. Yeah. Cut fastball. Yeah. Everyone's getting a cutter. Okay. 
All right, next up we have uh, best shape of their life. Best shape of their life. I mean, the the easy leader, like every year, is going to be Gary, right? Uh, no, because two years ago he came in like overweight. Right. Uh, my but leader. That's why it's that's why it's going to be the story. That's what I'm saying. I have a I have a different route I went than you would think because I think normally you take a guy who's perpetually chubby. And then one day, you know, one spring shows up good or, or it's usually guys who are a little, they're at the point in their life where they shouldn't be in the best shape of their life. Like they're hitting their thirties. Oh, okay. And then they come in and like, no, 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 I'm at the, I'm at the best shape of my life, but I have a different answer. My number one for best shape of their life. The first player that I think it is said about, or it is said about themselves is Clint Frazier, because I think, I think that Clint from now until 35, every Oh, he's going to be that Every guy. spring. I'm in the best shape of my life. Right. Okay. So how how's the concussion doing, Clint? How are you recovering? How's all that? I'm in the best shape of my life. Right now, Cl- I'm just in the best shape of my life. Yeah, I think Clint's going to be dropping that left and okay. right. Okay. I like that. I think, I think okay, so Gary's going to be my one because I think everyone's just going to push that. He's healthy now. He's in the best shape of his life. I think that's going to come out hard. My number two, I think that this is more... This is more dark horse than sleeper. I guess those were my two categories at first. Dark horse. What's Luke the difference Voigt. between dark horse and sleeper for those at home? So I think dark horse is someone that like I. I guess I'll put it in NCAA tournament terms. Like we got, we've got the one through three seeds, like are going to be your favorites. Mo- okay. I mean, we're talking ones and twos. Dark horses are like the the five through seven seeds that you think could make it to like this the elite eight. Okay. And then I think the sleepers are like the 12 through 14 that you think can make it to the sweet 16. Okay. 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 Nice. I like that. How about that? There's some turkey math. Um, <laughs> my, my dark horse is Luke Voigt. For best shave of his life? Yes. Like Luke, Luke Voigt, it's going to be more of a like, yeah, you know what? It was kind of what you said about being chubby. Like he's, he's going to be like, yeah, I was always naturally big. I kind of wanted to tone it down, be be a little more fluid and kind of, you know, I'm, I'm feeling light on my toes. I'm in the best shape of my life. One of those. Yeah, he did just get married. Don't couples always do uh, like there's some there's some kitschy term for burn for the wedding or shedding for the wedding. Yeah, there it is. Shedding for the wedding. So Luke Voigt got married. So him and his now wife, they did a shedding for the wedding team diet. Yeah. And he's going to be like, yeah, actually, you know, we were wanted to fit, look good in our, on our wedding day. So we went vegan for the month. It was hard for me. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I think I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah. Shedding for the wedding. I have uh, my second is Clint's my number one. Hap's my number two. Ooh. Because I think he's going to say it in response to an age comment. Nice. Like, you know, you're getting older to spring training. Do you come at spring training with any different mindsets, you know, workout wise or limit yourself? And he's like, I'm doing the same thing I was doing then. I'm in the best shape of my life. See, I, I, I think, I think you're right, but I think you're going to get caught up on a caveat. I don't think it's going to be best shape of your life. Cause I don't think you can drop that at 37. I think it's just going to be like, I feel great. Like my arm feels great. Body feels great. I don't think you can drop the best shape of my life because I think everyone's like, come on, dog. I think he's going to drop it on him. Okay. I appreciate that. You Do you have a sleeper? Um, No. I, I, was, I was reading sleeper. I was just doing like 
instead of a sleeper, I put down least likely as my third for a lot of these. Oh, okay. I mean, we could mix that in. I've, and, I've, and I go. Who's your least likely? CC. <laughs> CC. Yeah. I just, like, yeah. That's, that's if just, someone that's was like, CC, you're in the best shape of your life. He'd be like, no, you fucking bitch. I got two (laughs) bum knees. (laughs) Not even close. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I'm in the worst shape of my life. Um, I've got my my sleeper is going to be Andujar. I think they're going to say that, you know, Andujar has been working on his defense and he's wanting to get more athletic. So they're going to say he's in the best shape of his life. Okay. Yeah. Why not? All right. As a sleeper, it fits. Um, what was next up? Oh, he lost weight. Lost weight stories are always funny. Do you remember when Brian Bruni was chubby and then he came back in 2009 and was like a completely different person? I didn't, I didn't recognize him until they said on the spring training, like that's Brian Bruni. I was like, Oh my God, Brian Bruni lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Uh, I have Holder. I haven't seen Holder. Ooh. Okay. I like that. I haven't seen Holder's Instagram or Twitter's or anything over the season. I don't know what he looks like anymore. Like, he can show up to camp and be a pencil, and they'll be like, wow, Holder lost a lot of weight. I have no idea what Holder's been up to this offseason. And he I had, like that. He had weight to lose. I see, I see where you went there. He's got that kind of baby face-looking face. I don't know. I think Holder's at that point in a reliever's career where I think he's just leaning to being big. Like, Holder knows he's never going to be a starting pitcher at this point. He finally got that MLB salary, and he's been telling himself he was going to get a personal trainer, gym membership, once he got that money to spend. And he finally got it. So this offseason, he's just been... Holder's going to come in just skinny and shredded. Lost weight. Huh. I, I do like that. I do like that. Um... I don't know if I don't know if I have a leader. I think I've got some dark horses. I don't know if I have a leader. Um, God, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll go in the same mold with you, and I'll go like Canely. Like Canely's kind of tightened it up a lot. Like he he was looking for his arm strength, so he was doing a lot of running, a lot of working out. He's no no longer Tommy Thunder thighs. He's gonna be Tommy Chicken Sticks. I don't. I mean, the legs are going to be there, but I think you know, uptight, it might look a little more tone. I'm, okay. I might go there. Like that. That was Tom Tommy Canely looking for his arm speed. He was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little leaner." I I had my second one was Paxton. Okay, but no one knows it, so yeah. he's pretty upset about it because he spent all off season losing weight, but no one remembers him from last year because no one knew him, and he's yeah. gonna be like the third week in the camp, like. You know, I actually lost a lot of weight, guys. Okay, Paxton. Okay, don't care. Uh, I've got, I got my dark horses and sleepers aren't good for this one. I guess you could work Luke Voigt in there. That's kind of along the same lines of what I was saying. Um, does Hicks or Judge move the needle for you? No, not for like lost a, weight. Like a little fifteen pounds off a of Judge, and they're like, yeah, you know, they want. You know, a little less pressure on his knees coming into the season. Like no. I could see something like that. No, I had Romine as my third. Romine's not going down from here on out. Coming into his contract year, I think you, as a catcher, I think you go up five pounds every year. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Yo, I've been watching Cheers a lot lately. Sure. And every other sitcom, 
as the years go, they get like exponentially better looking. Right. Uh, like, and always sunny, like mock that with fat Mac. There's two characters in cheers. You won't know them, but Norm and cliff just yeah. get heavier and heavier each season. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's supposed to be the opposite. You have money and you're rich now. So yeah. Romine is like, cheers. There you go. Made me think of that. Yeah. I, I, so I ended up on Romine's page and right now Romine's listed at 220, and I'm guessing when he came up his first year, he was probably 195, 200. I think it just ends up tacking on five. Like if, if Romine's in the majors five years from now, like no doubt in my mind he's listed at, what would it be, 240? Yeah, done. That's okay. a catcher rule. That's, I, I like that catcher rule. That's like a nice thing, except Gary. People would be putting putting lipstick on their lips and putting his name on lists like Billy Madison. Gary came oh. in five pounds heavier. Yeah. Next up, gained muscle. Okay. Who, who gained muscle in the offseason? There's a lot of likely heroes for this category on the New yeah. York Yankees. I mean, my mind jumps to Glaber a little bit, but I think he's too young for that. Yeah, I don't have him as my number one. I I have my one and two. I think they're pretty going to be pretty common answers. And then I have a sleeper. A, uh, I have a least likely slash sleeper, whatever. I, I Hicks, I think, is uh, an easy, easy game. But I think muscle. Hicks is already kind of roped up. I think he's, like, respected as the roped up guy. Like, remember that Instagram post from last year where it's just the side angle of his bicep? And everyone was like, yo, Hicks is roped, huh? I know, but I think he's just going to keep going. I also had Chappie. See, I think you're already you're already in the jacked guys. Okay, so this is my non-jacked guy. That that would be hilarious. Okay, Bird. Yo, I had Bird. <laughs> I could Bird. see I could see an easy like Greg Bird's put on ten pounds of muscle. He thinks it's really going to help his power. Like, yeah, I see that one. I think he's the leader. He saw what Voight was doing. He was like, "Oh shit, this is what oh, I need but- to do." How cool would that be? That would be a good fun thing. Like if we had two meathead first basemen, like I could get into that. Bird's not a meathead at all. Bird's not a meathead. <laughs> not a meathead. Um, but no, I de- I just I love that as a storyline. Like yeah, Greg Bird's put on ten pounds of muscle and he's been working on the fastball. Like there it is. Like de- I could just see them printing that tomorrow. Glaber putting on muscle works well as well. Glaber, you see them pushing that headline. I think you're still like too young. Like, age 22 isn't, like, big put-on-muscle time. Like, that's kind of like 24, 25, Glaber, I think. You think? Who's a pitcher who needs some muscle? Like, Chad? <laughs> Could you see that happening? No. Muscle muscle and pitchers isn't necessary because, like, you can be Pedro Martinez. You can be a string bean. You can be Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Like, some people say it's counterproductive. Do you think? Do you think we skipped Delhi on any of the like lost weight, best shape things? No, like no, he's he's kind of he's in his world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next up, uh, I love this one. Okay, ball coming out of his hands. Well, ooh, because that's such a baseball term. Like, what the fuck does that? What does that mean? Balls coming, balls coming out of his hand. What does that mean? What, What? What? Try and like swing it to like. There's if if you were to take all of the times someone watched a pitch and said oh ball's coming out of his hand well right 
Right. And you were to deduce the common denominator from those pitches. It's basic pitching. It's like speed and location. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just throwing the ball. Or I guess in movement. Like the three things in pitching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just good. Uh, but I think balls coming out of his hands well, it's kind of just like when they don't really know what else to say. Yeah. I I I have uh, my number one for this is Johnny Lasagna. Okay. The ball does come out of his hand well. But I think they're not going to know really what to say about Lasagna. Like, they don't know if he's making the team. They don't know if he's going to be a starter or a reliever. And they'll be like, well, I'll tell you this. Ball's coming out of his hand really well. Laza could be a sleeper for gained muscle just because he's kind of, he's a string bean kind of guy. Like, I, I could see uh, Johnny Lasagna's put on 10 pounds of muscle. Maybe. I can't picture it. Yeah. Ball's coming out of his hands real well. Um, I think I might, I, I don't want to double down, but I, I, like you said, that's kind of something you say when you don't have, oh, dude, I've got it. Zach Britton. Oh, okay. Cause he's yep. been, he was really wild. So that's going to be, that's Ball's gonna be, coming out of his hand real well. They're going to really magnify in on location and stuff like that. Cause he was wild last time. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That was a good one. I had Chad Green as well, just because, like, what else do you say about Chad? He's throwing that fastball. I think they're just going to lock into him, Mariano, and the cutter. Well, we have for sure. Yeah. I think my my dark horse was going to be out of Vino. I was initially going to say out of Vino just because he's the new guy, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, the ball comes out of his hand real well. <laughs> I just thought got- about, I just really like going up to every pitcher at spring training and saying, did you get your cutter yet? <laughs> even like if we like you sit down with Voight and just be like hey Voight have you thought about going to Mariano he's teaching pitching Swisher had to pitch an inning once be nice if you had a cutter right get ready <laughs> that honestly would be a fun like yo next time I should told I should have had this but when you saw Booney last time if we see Booney there we should be like, yo, Boone, a fun thing would do, to do would be like, just have an everyone Mariano Cutter day. Yeah, that'd be good. That's like a good team building activity. Yeah, it's like in, in Mighty Ducks when they go play football on the ice rink to everyone has fun day. Yeah. Teach Hicksy that cutter. I bet he could throw an inning. What if, what if, you're, what if like, you know, when, when your parents say, hey, stop making that face, it'll get stuck that way. Hicks learns the cutter, and now he's throwing home to gun runners out. And oh god, the reverse Melky Cabrera. <laughs> yeah, just cutting. Melky's goes twenty yards left. <laughs> Hicks's goes twenty yards in. Um, I my dark horse for balls coming out of his hand real well. Gary Sanchez. Boom. I saw that on the Twitter machine. Someone had that. Boom. It's pretty good. I had CC just because like <laughs> <laughs> this good because like that's all that happens for cc that's that's a cc provoked quote yeah that's that's someone being like oh cc you know this is your 80th spring training how's it going for you and he's like yeah you know i'm getting into the flow balls coming out of my hands real well that's yeah that's got to come from c this next one is my second favorite balls coming out of the hand well is my favorite yeah this next one we're doing is second favorite general soreness right <laughs> like when you ask a guy how he feels just general soreness yeah <laughs> oh 
He, uh, we were going to play him today, but he's got some general soreness going on. Yeah. I mean, I have general soreness every morning and every night yeah. of my life. I mean, do, is CC a cop out here? I have. I have two cop-out answers. I, Ellsbury and Tula. Like, I just, how did the injuries feel? Oh, right. you know, there's some general soreness. Like, I think right. logistically, those are going to be the guys that say this. Yeah, because they're, they're getting back into it. So, yeah, I've got some general soreness coming back. Otherwise, I feel great. Yeah, that's a, re- that's a really good player quote. Um, I think CC can just drop that on any time just because he's the old guy. Yeah, I think CC it doesn't even need to be said. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, my least I, likely is Gardner. Oh, yeah. Brett Gardner, Gardner has never had general soreness. No, Gardner. And if he has had general soreness, he is he has buried it deep down to his ankles and just hid it there, and he will never tell anyone. Brett Gardner either has 100% or broken. Yeah. There's no middle area. There's no, there's no soreness. There's no sprains. It's 100% broken. Yeah. So... Ellsbury and Tulo, man, I know we, we've talked about it. I'm so interested to see what are the interviews, what is the spring training plan. Not so much for Tulo, because I know that, but like Ellsbury. Yeah. What is the plan? Is he going to play? No idea, man. No. I know Hoke, uh, Hoke did uh, his first 25-man roster, and he had Ellsbury on there. So I don't, I don't know if he's getting fed that or just playing, playing the numbers game right, because Ellsbury has to be on the roster if he's healthy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I think I, he's doing that game. If Ellsbury is yeah. healthy, he has to be on the roster. Yeah, I think general soreness. You could also do. Um, you could throw in like Giancarlo or Judge. Yes, yeah. I don't have them saying that about them. General soreness is a it's a good big guy card to play. But like Judge wouldn't say that about himself because he doesn't say anything. And Stan's posting Instagrams of him taking batting practice at like three a.m. and in a high school. So you can't be a guy doing that and then come right. back and be like, oh, I got some general soreness because it's like, well, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, I think for them, it would have to come from Boone's mouth. Like they'd sit Judge out a day and he'd just be like, yeah, you know, Judge, Judgey has some general soreness. So we're just going to give him some time, make sure he gets his body right for the season. That's a good call. All right. Uh, next up, more aggressive on the base paths. This was in 2017. Ooh. This was the big thing. They wanted yeah. Ellsbury and Gardner to score 100 runs each and be more aggressive on the base paths. So who's... I think that this pool of people is so limited. I went through it. Like, who could be more aggressive on the base path? I came up with three answers, and I, they're like the only ones I think that I could even see it being a thing. Er, early... Le- number one has to be Glaber, right? Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, He's the young guy... He had six steals last year. They're, you know, the the Glaber is going to be, yeah, you know, this is his second year in the majors now. He's kind of got the flow of it. He's going to be a little more aggressive on the base path. Yep. That was my number one. Who's okay. your number two? I wonder if we have the same. Number two, um, it's not going to be Guardy. He's already there. Um, I guess Hicks. Hicksy? Yep. yep. That's yeah. my number two. I told you, I think this is such a limited pool. That we're gonna have the same number two is Hicks. I, the I, Hicks quotes the Hicks quotes a little different. It's like, yeah, you know he he got that full season as a Yankee. You know we want him to explore a little bit more of his game. Yeah. So, oh, that's pretty good. Explore more of his game. <laughs> yeah, that's a good baseball term. <laughs> uh, and then third, I have Tyler Wade. 
Because what else Ooh, can yeah. Tyler Wade bring to the table? Not much. Yeah, and that one's we want him to be even more aggressive on the base path. Yeah, yeah, even more aggressive on the base path. Yeah. Disrupt the flow of the game. Yeah, yeah. Waiter, man. What are going to be the stories around Waiter this camp? Oh, man, Waiter. I was seeing uh, Mike from River Ave Blues wrote an article. He could be a more muscle guy. That would Mike from River Ave Blues wrote an article, Jake, about who's going to get the last bench spot to open the year. Right. And he said his take was that there's no way it's going to be Clint or Bird because that would be a waste. They need everyday at-bats, and they need to prove value, so you're not going to stash him on the bench. Right. So he was saying that he thinks it's going to be one of these non-roster invitees or Wade. Yeah, I mean, we, we've done a little bit of roster stuff, and we're going to do more as it comes. I mean, Wade's going to be in the mix. Like, a, a big spring training from Tyler Wade? I mean, yeah, he throws himself in the mix. But that's of. what he did last year, and then he got really sick when the season opened, and also his bat got sick. Yeah, bat, bat been sick. All right, new stance. Who's going to have a new stance? Last year it was Stanton, way, way inverted, and Romine came with yeah, a new stance Romine. last year. They didn't even know. I remember that. They had, they had no idea for half a season that you just can't throw outside to Austin Romine. Yep. My my leader in new stance is Giancarlo Stanton. I think he's going to tweak it again. You think so? Yep. I think I think it's going to be I think it's even if he doesn't, it'll be a point of dissection on all the broadcasts yeah. that they that they're going to be like I think he's a little inch more closed or less closed now, you know. Someone brought this to my attention the other day, and I, I don't know if, if you want to bring him up, or I, I mean, I can just say him to you. Do you know Giancarlo's road and home splits from last year? Didn't the guy on the, that we interviewed from the Rockies, Creaseman, didn't he bring them up? Well, no, he was talking about Judge. Oh, okay. He, he said Stan, but he meant Judge. Um, dude, Giancarlo was a lot better on the road last year. Yeah, him and Judge flip-flopped. I remember yeah. that was a, a storyline through the season that, Giancarlo was the road hitter. Yeah, maybe Giancarlo needs to be uh, less pressure and all that. So for I mean, I think you could play the pressure card. I mean, you could maybe you could say that he was aiming too much at the short porch at Yankee Stadium. Um, I think that's kind of going to be a little bit of the storyline. You're we're definitely going to hear about Giancarlo's stance, and it's going to be I think it's going to be nuanced stuff. Like yeah, you know he he did some tweaks after his first year in the American League. Yeah. Definitely. I think that it's going to be a, a looked at thing. His first at bat is going to be, let's look at his stance. I might go Dark Horse Romine again. <laughs> <laughs> now what, is more inverted or less? I think he goes full open stance. I think last year he copied Stanton. This year he copies Judge. That's what we said. Who did we say was going to... Wait, we said Romine... Wait, that was our joke that Romine was going to come full Damon. Full couple, Damon, yeah. A couple episodes ago, he said that's wide open. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. See, I'm there. I had um, Bird, whether it's like a little closer to the plate, a little farther back from the plate, uh, hands in a different... Ooh, that's a great call, because Bird's not going to be new... It's not going to be new stance. It's going to be a little closer or a little further, something like that. Yeah, or like hands a little higher, hands a little lower, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Gary's going to have that too. It's it's ev that's in everyone who struggles. That's going to be Tyler Wade, Gary, Bird. Yeah. You got any more else? The other the other one we didn't put on here that that you and I both loved is he who we worked out with like when Severino worked yeah. out with Pedro in the offseason. 
Last year, Tyler Wade worked out with Albert Pujols in the offseason, which yeah. was hilarious because their games are couldn't be farther apart. I'm how about this? I'm gonna even go I'm gonna go one deeper, Jim. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the player and who he worked with. All and right. this is this is no inside information. This is a random guess. <laughs> but it, there is some educated guess to it. Okay, who you got? So I'm going Greg Bird worked with Tino Martinez. Does they both live in Tampa? I think Tino's a Tampa guy. Two Yankees first basemen. Greg's been there during the offseason. I think I think that's got storyline written all over it. Okay. That's fine. I like that. Yeah. Tino could hit that high fastball. Tino could hit that high fastball. And that's what Bird couldn't hit last year. Love that guy. Did anyone on the coaching staff change is what Nathan just asked in the chat. I think that's Oz. Uh, or from, or, yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think there was any turnover at all. I think they all came back. All right, let's they go are, in. What's the, that? that the coaching staff is a good call because there's gonna be there's gonna be one guy, oh, one sorry. guy. Dire- there's one change. Mariano's now teaching pitching. Right. Yeah. That's what. I, who's? I mean, we've got Chad Green on the cutter. Who else is gonna have the cutter? Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Mo. You, can you teach me pitching? Yeah. Just show show me that grip. Yeah. And then put I'm your, good. <laughs> put your hands over my hands, and then maybe I'll be like, I'll become Jesus or something. Just touch my hand, Mariano. Touch my <laughs> damn hand. <laughs> congrats, congrats, congrats. Touch my hand. Touch, please touch my hand. All right, here we got Max is the first call, and he's going to give he's going to give all his answers to all of them. So here we go. Oh, he's going straight rundown. Okay. What's up, Talking Yanks? Max from New York City calling with my spring training cliches. All right. New pitch, Jordan Montgomery coming off the injury. He's going to have to work his way back into the rotation. I'm expecting big things from him, but I think we're definitely going to see that he's, you know, working on a little something there. Uh, best shape of their life, easy pick for me, Ellsbury. You already know what's going to happen. Classic. Uh, lost weight, Gary, because we've seen the pictures on Instagram and whatnot. <clears throat> and, I mean, he de- genuinely does look like he's lost weight. But, you know, we're going to hear that narrative a lot. Uh, gained muscle. I have a sleeper pick. I have Tyler Wade. I think uh, last year, you know, he looked good in spring training, came up, and he couldn't hit for anything. I think, you know, he put on a little work this, this offseason with Clint Frazier. I think he's going to look better. Uh, ball is coming out of his hands well. Domingo Herman. I think he's going to be fighting for a roster spot, whether, you know, that's probably going to be long reliever, maybe a spot starter or something. Uh, pause it real quick. I like that one. I like Herman for coming out of the hands well. Domingo's a good sleeper. I kind of like Monty for lost weight, too. Well, but we're not going to see Monty in spring training. I know, but I, it would be like a little throw-in. Like, oh, we're not going to see Jordan Montgomery till, till midseason, but he's, actually, he's lost a lot of weight. Uh, General Soreness is going to be CC. That's going to be his way to work around. You know, last year, what was it, the first day of spring training, we saw he had like an ankle problem or something, and you guys joked that he was just off, you know, on his boat or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, more aggressive on the base pass. I think it's going to be Hicks if they want him to hit leadoff because he only uh, stole 11 bases last year in 13 attempts. And uh, new stance is going to be Romine because, you know, he's trying something new every year. Last year it worked, but this year he's going to be a perfectionist. He's got to try something new. All right. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to listening. Uh, thanks, Max. Some of the same answers there, Romine, Hicks, and all that stuff. Wade for the muscle you came around on. You like that? No chance. All right. Then uh, I don't know. That Here's uh... – Number two guy, down the list. 
Hey guys, I'm calling for Talking Yanks. I saw your uh, cliches thing, and I wanted to give it a shot. So the new pitch is going to be Adam Ottavino because uh, he's already been very open saying that he wants to have variations of sliders and cutters and fastballs. Uh, best shape of their life. I'm going to go with Gary uh, because I've never thought he was fat, but everyone else thought he was fat, so Aaron Boone has to say he's in the best shape of his life. Uh, lost weight. Uh, I would have said Lance Lynn if he was still on the team, but I'm going to go with Luke Voigt. Uh, gained muscle. I'm going to go with Aaron Judge, even though he already has muscle. Somehow he got more. Uh, ball is coming out of his hands well. Is uh, I would have said Chase and Shreve because they had a man crush on Chase and Shreve, but I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Adam Adovino again. Uh, general soreness, I believe, will be Greg Bird out of the gate, and then that will turn into a broken foot. Uh, more <laughs> aggressive on the base pass will be Guardy, and new stance, Clint Frazier, because he's dead set on making the team, so he's got to impress somehow. All right, thanks, guys. New stance out of Clint. Can you see that happening? I could see that a little bit. I'd, I'd say it's tweak stance. I've got um, I've got an end of spring training, balls coming well out of his hand for Tarpley. Because I think they're going to be talking about they're going to be talking about that final bullpen spot, and they'll be like, "Yeah, well, you know, Tarpley's got the ball coming out of his hand real well. Uh, we'll just have to see kind of how this roster construction comes together." Yeah, I actually I like the judge pick too. The the, the judge pick because that that's the that's the and believe it or not, Aaron Judge has put on ten pounds of more more muscle. That's true. That's true. There's something else I wanted to. I was going to say about judges. I think he's the least likely for change stance. I think it'd actually be upsetting if they were like, judge changes stance. They're like, oh, no. No, no, yeah, no. That's a good call. Judge, don't. He did that after 2016. Like, drastically changed his stance. Yeah. You, Go watch his. If you're, if you're the Yankees media, you can't even say that. You just say tweaked. Tweaked? When you're a good player and you tweak your stance, everyone's like, yes. Yeah. If you go watch Judge's first home run ever when he came up in 2016 and then watch a home run from 2017 or 18, completely different stance. It's crazy. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like in all my playing days in high school and stuff, I never even thought to change my stance. I was like, this is high swing. They're like, well, I you're terrible. Some... You're terrible. You can't hit. Like, <laughs> no one ever said that to me, Jake. I was like, hey, yeah. why don't you, you try a new stance? I, I, I had this to, realization a while ago. Coaches didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, I came to, like we came to that realization when we hung out with Bird at the batting cage. Like my co- I never got coached once in baseball to like actually make changes. I I tweeted it out late night one night. I might find it and retweet it tomorrow when people are listening. I had a coach put a belt around my elbows. Like connecting my two elbows and he was like swing like this. You got to keep your arms in. I started crying. That's not how you hit a baseball. There's like I, so many so many other things we could have done. That guy just brought an extra belt to the field and was like, what the fuck? Why did I bring this? Who can I mess with today? Um, <laughs> that, that was the day I knew I wasn't playing professional baseball. When it took a belt around your arms? Double belts around my arms at practice. I was like, A, I don't have a ton of talent. B, I don't think I'm getting the right coaching. <laughs> that was some loon. All right, one more guy went through the list for us. Here we go. 
John Boy, Jake, this is for Talking Yanks. Jake sucks. First off, new pitch. Autumn Avino. Adam Ottavino is going to have a new pitch. I think it's going to be a gyro ball, boys. It's going to be a gyro ball a la Dice K Matsuzaka. I heard that he's been working with Matsuzaka lately. Uh, let's see. Best shape of their life is going to be Greg Bird. He's going to be a whopping 125 pounds when he comes to camp. He's going to look great, man. Lost weight. Well, the Yankees have lost a lot of weight. It's, you know, 220 pounds in Sonny Gray. Uh, gained muscle. Was Sonny 225 pounds? No. It can't be right, right? No. That's like Sonny Jared, was a buck eighty. It's like if he, that's like Jared Wright size and weight. Yeah, no. Obviously Luke Voigt. Did you guys even really need to ask that question? Come on, fellas. Ball is coming out of his hands well. Hopefully it's Miguel Andujar no more double clutching. I want to actually see some some good double plays be turned. Uh that's a really good answer, huh? Andujar's a good sleeper, and the other one that just went through my head was Tulowitzki. For balls coming out of his hand. Yeah, well. man. At, from shortstop, the ball comes out. Ball comes out of his hand real well. I think Andy R is a really good, really good answer for third base. Those are two good. Yeah, those are the left side of the infield. Two good ones there. General soreness. Well, obviously, CC Sabathia, Chappie with the leg, Didi with the elbow. They're all going to be sore. More aggressive on the base paths. I, fellas, I really believe that Jacoby Ellsbury is going to be very aggressive on the base paths this year. If he walks and makes it to first base, that is about as aggressive as we can expect <laughs> from this guy. Uh, and a new stance. Hopefully Yankees will have a new stance on Aaron Boone's ability to manage this team. I've got faith <laughs> in this man, and I know that you do too. What do you think, boys? The old new stance in the manager. Wow. From fans. Wow, it's like a lot of good stuff there. I think Andor from thirds, I like that a lot. Yeah, that's that's good. Chapman for general soreness, I liked a lot too, because that's the whole Chapman's a racehorse thing. I feel like, like we don't even talk about Chapman. Like I feel like the broadcast and the beat reporters, they don't yo. interview him. They don't like talk about him. He just is like this dude at the back of the bullpen that at no one goes by or talks with, and he's scary. Dude, I'm telling you, the whole Chapman thing is going to be bizarre. Like, in, in 30 years when we're just kind of crazy off the horse Francesa, we're going to be yelling at people about Chapman, and they're going to be like, what the hell is he yelling about? Because I, I, I stumble this. I laugh, like, every three episodes during this offseason because we'll, we'll go three episodes without going talking about Araldis Chapman, and he literally has the best stuff of any pitcher to ever play baseball. <laughs> You think so? He has the best fastball of any pitcher to ever play baseball. Yeah, it's true. And like, and then that's we're talking cliches. That's such a broadcaster cliche when they'll be like, "Yeah, you know, he's got." Araldis Chapman has four of the fastest fa- fastballs of all time, and a lot of people say his slider's the best pitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like no one talks about Chapman. We never hear anyone like. I talked to Chapman before the game today. <laughs> no, no, you They're don't like, hey, do that. Hey, Meredith, can we get a little feature on Chapman before the game today? Absolutely not. Okay, see you. <laughs> okay, well, we, Thank we you. tried. <laughs> Deal. What's up, guys? I'm really excited for spring training, as I'm sure you guys are. Um, I know Tyler Wade had a new batting stance uh, last spring training, kind of, but I feel like he's going to definitely change it up a little bit this year, maybe because he's definitely competing for a roster spot, although it's packed. I'm sure he wants to 
crack that opening day roster, even though he's a little quiet about it. So I think he's going to have a different stance, and hopefully it's going to help his hitting. I mean, I like him as a player. So I just want to know what you guys thought about him, and thanks. Wade's stance is another thing. Like, I just told you to pull up Judge's old home run videos. Right. Go pulled up, like, a Wade at bat from 2017, or even two, maybe 2017, and just, like, think think about his stance in those what i'm trying to get is he came up to the big leagues with a stance that you very easily can now look at and be like dude you thought that was gonna work i i'm gonna give you double double credit here because a when you saw tyler wade you went frances on him and you were just like he's got too much of a loopy swing that's not gonna work yes there's and you were absolutely right yeah it and was I, it was him and Ike Davis the only two times I've I've watched a guy swing in his very first at bat in the bigs and said there's no way that guy does anything with that swing. Right. I mean for Ike it made a little more sense cuz he was trying to be a power hitter and you're like okay, he's totally going big swing loft angle. We were hearing all this Tyler Wade stuff and you saw his swing and you're like I don't Oh, man. Ike had a big hitch. Now, Harper kind of has that hitch, too, but Harper's way better. Uh, and Tyler Wade's like, it's so loopy. <laughs> I think he did change it, but yeah, he should refine it again. He's a sleeper to go full Johnny Damon, him and Romine. It's kind of was the problem. He was too full Johnny Damon. Yeah, but Damon used to start out wide and then bring it in. Yeah. He like, was... give, give me that timing mechanism, Tyler. Yeah. All right. Here's the next one. Hey, guys. This is KP Watershed calling for Talking Yanks about uh, spring training cliches. My favorite one is got to be uh, Hope Springs Eternal. And uh, in that spirit, wanted to also humbly make a request to Jake specifically. Uh, Jake blocked me on Twitter last year. I, I, if I remember correctly, all I was doing was arguing for giving Romine more playing time based on Romine being on fire last year and... Maybe I said some things about Gary Sanchez that, that weren't appreciated, but I've learned, and, uh, you know, hope springs eternal. I think this year Gary is going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder, and we'll see that in spring training. You know, I think Romine will likely regress back to his norm, um, and, you know, I think Sanchez is going to have a bounce-back year. So there's some cliches, and uh, hopefully KP Watershed, please unblock me. I would really appreciate it. I like your guys' stuff, and, uh, yeah, I give it a shot. If not, uh, well... Big sucks. Bye. Wow. Uh, Hope Springs Eternal is a good phrase. Jake. Yeah. Your big decision here. Kangaroo Court. Here's the deal. So this is, this is what happened. So, A, a stance I live by is that nobody wins, wins an online argument. I nope. live by that. I'm, I'm going in on an argument. It was during prime Gary hustle times. And I, I, was, I wasn't even the biggest Gary defender. You're the big Gary defender on this show <laughs> just because your love for him. Um, I mean, normally I'm on the other side giving kind of the anti-arguments to it. But I end up in the weeds. I think Real Mudo might have been mixed in. Romine was mixed in. And I was like, what the hell are we doing here? And this guy was just being the worst to Gary. And then you saw it and you reached out to me and you're like, yo, that's the highlighter kid that got kicked out of the stadium. And I was like, are you kidding me? The highlighter shirt kid? 
that got banned from my Yankee Stadium is now ripping on Gary like this? And then at the end, I think the part that made me block him was he was like, yo, you know, I'm a fan. I'm rooting for Gary. And I was like, then what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> so, I mean, with Hope Spring and Eternal, I'll unblock. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a chance per season. Um, but it just, it, just, it just hurt me deep inside. You, you went out of your way to get banned from my Mecca and then you were going and killing Gary like that. So I'll I'll give you the unblock. I can be peaceful. Um but man, uh be fair. Just be fair. That that's my hope springing eternal. Is be fair. Be logical. Well, I like KP. Thanks for calling in KP. I like hope springs go. eternal. That's a fun thing to say. That's a nice thing to say. Got blocked. Only guy that's blocked on my Twitter is Peter Perota. And if you listen to the show, Peter Get the fuck out of here. Wow. Well, that guy stalked me. Remember the Tankster times? Tankster's a good guy now. Yeah, you guys are boys? Yeah, Tankster. I don't know if he listens, but he's still on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, we kind of get the cut of each other's jib a little now. Okay. Like, we'll give, we'll, we'll bust balls easier. But, yeah, when he, did, when he tra- asked me to fight him at the boardwalk. <laughs> yeah. I live here now, so Tankster, if we ever get... In- <laughs> Let's set it up. <laughs> Peter Perota is a nut job. Anyway, what were we saying? Yeah, I think Romine will regress to the mean. I think Gary uh, will have a chip on his shoulder. Hope springs eternal. Does How about this? This is a fun one that we I'll say we'll dig up, but we'll never dig up. Does Austin Romine start for a baseball team at catcher opening day 2020? No. You don't think so? No. Dude, his hitting stats last year, he was a top 15 catcher, hit, hitting-wise. No. Okay. I, I think... That, that, I, that's why I was just posing the question. I, I... Yeah, no. I don't think so. All right. Uh, let's see. This is Jason for Talking Thanks from Long Island. And uh, I'm thinking we're going to see Mean Stanton this year. Mean Stanton. Now go up with a frown, you know, let's hate baseball. Slight guardy. Destroy the ball, see ball, and then drag around the bases. We're going to see that a lot. They're going to see over 45 times this year. I really do. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. Mean Stan. Going to have a chip on his shoulder because he went 3,100 and got told he had a terrible year. I don't know, though, because I like the storyline better that we're going to see, like, more comfortable Stan. Yeah. Like happy to be here, Stan. Stan um, b- baseball's a baseball's a game when you do your best when you're comfortable and relaxed. If you're pressing in baseball, that's a bad thing. And like Stanton is the definition of that. He's he's an A-rod type. Like use use your incredible body and all the natural gifts you have in this world and play ball and you're gonna be incredible. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I the road home splits, I it, I I don't want to say they blew my mind, but Stanton had a 921 OPS on the road, 779 at home, and everyone made a huge deal about that short porch. Um, he had almost he had more than double. <laughs> he had more than double his doubles on the road this year. Um, he had two more home runs at home, but he had double his doubles on the road, which which just tells me he's aiming for the short porch too much. So, like, just play baseball, Giancarlo, and balls are going to end up there. Yeah, right? Like, how many gimme shots did he hit in Miami? Not that many. No. 
He hits deep home runs. One more call, then we're out of here. Sure. Hey, what's up, John Boy? Jake and Sam from the Jersey Shore calling. Heard you were at the Sermon Munson event on John Boy and Jake Radio. Um, and I had a question. Does Didi have any sort of sling on, or does it look like he's perfectly normal, just trying to do some maybe some detective work for you? Um, all right, can't wait to listen to the show. Love you guys. Keep it up. Love you too, Sam. Thanks for calling. Uh, and thanks for shouting out John Boy and Jake Radio. I don't know how many times, I don't think we say it on here a lot. Jake and I do a one hour a day, Monday through Friday. We do tri-state sports. Then we do all the national sports. Then we do like the crazy, weird, silly news stories. So if you're ever, uh, you know, just laying at home or at work and be like, man, wish I could hear their voices right now. Mm. You, can, <laughs> you can go subscribe to John Boy and Jake Radio. As for the question, Didi was not in a sling. Not in a sling. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. He looked so handsome. Yeah. He was very dapper. And he said he was going to try and learn a cutter from Mariano. Did he say that? Le- lefty cutter. No, I didn't get to talk to him. Nah. And I didn't, I wasn't aware of this line of questioning until this show. Have you seen the DDDH stuff on, on, online yet? Is is it like getting more movement to be serious? Because I don't, I don't wouldn't do it. I mean, kinda. I mean, people are people are seeing Didi Gregorius in the cage, and everyone's thirsty for the lefty bat, and they love Didi. So I mean, there's there's internet steam on it, but I I I don't see it happening. I think in Didi's contract year, they're gonna wait for him to be completely healthy, um, before they put him back on the field. Yeah, I don't think that's. I don't even think it's a a question. Why would like? I don't think you're gonna do it. Yeah. All right, that ends this show. Spring training cliches. Next episode will be a player profile and projection. A mini episode, about ten to twenty minutes. We're doing uh, every every player that could be on the twenty five man roster. So we have the first couple already done. So starting Wednesday, when the pitchers and catchers report, we will be reporting to you mini episodes. So be on the lookout for those. If you want the video version and if you want them the night earlier, they will be up on Patreon for all of our Patreon subscribers. Talk uh, Patreon.com slash Talking Yanks. Those are a lot of fun to make and a lot of work, but we enjoy it. So go ch- go be on the lookout for those. Uh, Wednesday will be the first one, and it is James Paxton. Thursday, we'll be back with a regular episode. Maybe there's some news from spring. Maybe we can cross off some of these cliches. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mini episodes. Monday, regular episode, and you'll get the hang of it from there. And any any cliche you say, bingo, at Talking Yanks. I want it to be like the uh, put them on the list. That's my thing. I know, but this is our new thing. This is our spring training thing. I like it. Spring training bingo. Your new thing is crosswords, though. Yeah, we we won't deep dive into that. That's uh, that's that's borderline Ted Bundy tapes right there. <laughs> All right, go Yankees, go Yankees. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks. 